eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, May 17th, and we are here answering your financial questions. Uh, I love the ones that are life-changing ones, Mark. Like, you know, do I have permission to blow up my life? I just find those to be the most interesting because everyone's story is so different. And so if you're thinking about blowing up your life in one way or the other, or maybe not so much, maybe you just got a very concise game plan and you want to make sure you're on track, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you have to make a big decision, maybe a new job, I like those too. Go to jillonmoney.com, click on the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Jeff from New Jersey, he's up next. So Jeff, hello, welcome to the program. And what can we do for you? Hey, Jill. How you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. Sure. Uh, well, I have a, um, I'm going to be retiring. Well, I'm actually being retired. <laughs> so uh, by the end of this uh, summer, probably, probably beginning of September or maybe the end of September. Okay. And I have a scenario where I can take my pension as a, an annuity or mm-hmm. take it as a lump sum. And I've been flip-flopping on this for, oh, I don't know, a couple of years now, <laughs> trying to decide which is best. This is a big decision. I, I, first of all, of course, you're so lucky to have a pension, but you know, I, I want to hear the details, but I just wanted to say that for everyone listening, these big pension decisions are, uh, you'll hear us talk to Jeff and guide him through it, but this is very much dependent on your situation. This is not a cookie cutter piece of advice. So don't listen to this and say, oh, I'll do the same thing as Jeff. You got to tell us what's going on in your life. So Jeff, let's talk a little bit about kind of the the numbers. First of all, how old are you? 63. Are you married, single, divorce, widow? Uh, married. Okay. How old is your spouse? Uh, 60. Okay. And so right now, what are you earning income-wise? Um, combined around probably two, 210 or so. Okay. Do you guys have kids, grown kids? Grown kids on their own, working. On the income of 210, what do you, what's the split between the two of you? Cause it's you who's retiring. Your wife is not, or will she retire when you retire? She will likely work through 
around this time next year. So maybe, you know, maybe one more year from today. Okay. And so how much does she earn? Uh, 50, uh, maybe 54 ish. Okay. So that's kind of good because you'll be able to um, stay on her benefits. Will you get, or will you get health insurance when you retire? So I, I'll stay on hers for the rest of the time that she works, but then um, I do have retiree health. Um, it's not that cheap though. I'll be looking forward to getting Medicare. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. We were just talking about this because someone said, well, I'll just go on Cobra. And I'm like, well, that's not actually so cheap. And sometimes the health insurance options, even when you're part of a really good program, are still, you know, it's expensive. So I get it. But you have health insurance. So the most important thing is that you have coverage that's yeah. you can slide in and out of. Okay. So Jeff, on your two hundred ten thousand dollars of combined income, what do you estimate your need is for your living expenses? I'm uh, I'm an engineer, and um, so by virtue of being an engineer, I've analyzed the crap out of this. So I love it, spreadsheet <laughs> king, talking my language, baby. Yeah, yeah, I have some very detailed sheets uh, that I built, and um, I just basically came to the conclusion that I'm just I just would like to be able to cover what we spend today. Yeah, which um, this is after tax dollars is around I would just say around a hundred to hundred and ten thousand. Great. So nine or ten grand a month will do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about your savings. So how much money have you salted away? Roughly about two point four million. Is that mostly retirement assets? It's about half and half. And of the retirement assets, the 1.2 of retirement, is there any Roth or is it mostly pre-tax? Uh, it's all pre-tax, no Roth. Okay. How about social security benefit? At Tell me about your full retirement age, what it looks like. Uh, it's about 3,400 a month, roughly. And that's for you and your wife, will she be able to claim on her own record or will it be better for her to claim half of yours? Uh, looks like uh, it's going to be better for her to claim on her own. So next, how about just safe money in the bank? Because if you've got $1.2 million in retirement, $1.2 million in non-qualified or brokerage, does that also include some cash or do you have a cash account that's separate? No, my cash is included in that. It's I probably have about 120 or so in cash. Okay, great. Okay, let's talk about your house. Tell us about what it's worth. Well, in the current market, probably more more than I think. It's uh, I, I figure it's uh, that it's worth between five and six hundred thousand, and I know that's broad, but I, the current market is insane. So people are paying a lot of money for houses in my neighborhood right now. Do you still have a mortgage outstanding or not? No, no, we've okay. been mortgage free for a while. Any second home? Not yet. Well, I like that. Thank you for that. Um, I see that's a preview of what's to come. What else do I need to know? Okay. Are you going to stay in this house when you retire? I don't think so. You know, real quick, our, our intention is to probably sell this and get a, we're probably going to get a place in Florida, but I don't think we would, that would be our full-time residence. Um, we'll stay there long enough to be able to claim it as a uh, our full-time residents, I yes, guess. Yes, we'll be there for six and a half months if anyone from the government is listening. All likelihood we'll have something up here too because um, I think my wife wants to be close to any grandkids should we have some soon. Okay, I understand. So if you were to move to Florida, let's just presume that whatever you have in the house, you'll figure out how to divvy it up between Florida and, and you know, in the Northeast and you won't be spending anything beyond that amount. Is that fair to say? 
Maybe a little bit more, but I, I don't know. Depends on what I find in Florida. Or maybe you just rent when you come up here. We are thinking about that, actually. You know, just because it might be easier. All right. Now let's get to the pension. The pension annuity. Is it a joint and survivor? Is it just your life only? What's the what are the variables here? So in all the modeling I've done, I've built it. I've built in 100 uh, percent survivorship option. OK, so it comes out to about thirty five hundred a month. That's a nice number. And the lump sum is what? Uh, so the last calculation I got, which was before the most recent interest rate increases, is was seven hundred and eighty thousand. Now, with the rates of going up, I'm worried that it's going to drop some more. And, and what's your wife's um, pension look like? Just so even her, though it's small. Yeah, hers is just a straight annuity of uh, about eleven hundred a month. Okay, still not bad. Ooh, this is an interesting case, Mark. I just want to be clear that we've had this question before and often I'll be like, just take the annuity. But um, friend of the pod, Michael Goodman, reminded me that sometimes when you do that, there's a real risk. And the risk could be that, you know, that if you were to drop dead, she gets a certain time where she would receive the same amount. But does she have... In other words, is the is the annuity promise based on your life only or is it both of your lives? Both. So she would get no matter what, whether you drop dead tomorrow or not, $3,500 a month, right? Yes. And they take all the risk, remember. is it? Does it have a cost of living increase attached or not? It does not. There are a couple of other, I, I mean, I can do, you know, uh, there's some survivorship options like zero, 25, 50, 70, yeah. 100. Um, no, I think she needs it though. That's, that is, I, I like the 3,500 uh, for her. You know what I mean? Like, because if you were to die and, you know, she is younger than you and women have longer life expectancies, then she's taken care of essentially. She gets your 3,500, her 1,100, you know, she's now at 4,600. She gets to collect on your record um, until she moves to her own record. So all of this, you know, it kind of works okay for her. She's good, Right. Mark, how are you? How are you thinking about this cola thing now that everyone's got their inflation rankles up? I mean, the upside, obviously, of the annuity is it's not your risk. You have forty-two grand coming in every year for your life and your wife's life, and there's nothing for you to actually worry about. And you still also have two point four million dollars on which you can draw, and you know you'd be okay, right? And your benefit would start immediately at your retirement, right? Yes. You don't yep. have to wait. Okay. So that even makes sense because if she's going to work another year or two, it's either you also have that money coming in. You don't have to spend any of your precious cash, right? Yeah, but I will, you know, because we have some things we want to do. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Mark, what do you want to do? You want to do the pension annuity or do you want to do the lump sum where he's got to control the asset and take on the risk, but have the money and hopefully be able to beat inflation and beat that 42 grand a year? What do you think? My gut reaction says, and I'm considering the current economic environment we're in and what's going on in the markets, I'm leaning annuity. What are you leaning there, Jeff? What are you thinking? What are your What does your um, spreadsheet tell you? Well, so it, it it's very close, but there's another factor. Um, oh, my, here my, we go. <laughs> my wife doesn't really like to 
manage the money or she's not really prone to doing investments. And um, she kind of lets me do all that stuff. Yeah. And I, I honestly am worried that if something happens to me, I'm not sure how she would handle all that. Hmm. So I started thinking about if I just take the annuity and then with her pension and the, and the two, so well, at least one social at that point, if I'm not here, but she'll have more than enough money to pay the bills. Then, you know, she can get my son to help her out with the rest of the investments and doesn't have, won't have to worry about it. You know what? Um, I think given that I would lean, I'm going to lean annuity as well. So the, the thing that's really interesting about it is as we consider this, this game that like, you know, we gamify everything, right? But then you're bringing in the real life thing, which is like, guess what? My wife doesn't want to deal with this. I think because of that, that it is important for us to at least acknowledge that, hey, you know what? In that kind of a situation, we want to make it easy for her. We don't want to have anything here that's going to make her life more complicated. And also, you know, gosh, in some respects, I will also say that like, you know, like at a time where she will probably be very sad, then on top of that, trying to say, oh, and you got to deal with the money manager. Did I introduce you to the money manager? Here's the money. You know, that one, that's tough for me. That's a real tough one for me. So I think I'm going to agree with you on the annuity. I think what this means, though, is that as you look ahead, the money that is being managed, which and are you managing it yourself or do you actually have a financial advisor helping you? No, I'm doing it myself. So I do think that as you look at your portfolio, you really need to be very sensitive to a couple of things because you're the money manager, right? So now what we need to know is that in that brokerage account, you have 120 grand in cash. You might want to be a little, have a little more cash in there. So in that account, tell me a little bit about the money that is invested. Is it mutual funds, exchange traded funds, stocks, individual bonds, bond funds? What do you got? Well, so it's mostly like a total bond fund at this point. I had uh, When I hit a point where I had what I thought was more than enough money to last me through retirement. Mm-hmm. I kind of de-risked and got away from the market after many years of being almost 100% stocks. Okay. And so I accumulated a fair amount of money. And then I was like, you know what? Until I retire and see how things go, I just want to kind of lock this in and not worry about it. Um, not worry about market fluctuations. Of course, you see how that's worked out with the bond. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> you're still You're still way ahead of the game, though. I agree. Um, I agree. And so even with the even with the slight decline in net asset value, I still generate a pretty decent amount of um, of interest off the bond funds. And they really haven't gone down. They're not they're certainly not losing me money at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, look, I don't think you have a huge problem, but I would keep a little more cash on hand. So if you have bond funds or if you're reallocating ahead of this, what I would say is, First of all, you're still making a lot of money and you're not going to actually, the official retirement would be that you said the end of the summer, early fall, maybe? Yeah, the target is, is September 30, but, and, and also because I'm being packaged out there, it's position elimination thing. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll probably be paid in full into the first part of next year. Okay, that's great. 
That's perfect. So then in anticipation of that, you know, I would look at the portfolio critically and be like, is there any asset in here I don't really like? Is there some old, do I have a capital gain from last year? Or do I have a loss this year? Do I want to start? But I would like you to have two years of cash on hand, not one year, two years. So you're going to have just, you know, with you work with me here, but like you're going to get paid eventually eventually, not immediately, you know, you're going to have 10 grand a month pre-tax coming in between social security and pensions, right? But we need to get you from, you know, today until you are full retirement age and then from full retirement age on. And, And obviously at full retirement age, you're golden, you know, and this is like four years, right? So it's not that big a deal, but it means that you have to be very careful with that brokerage account money. You really have to make sure that, you know, you're replenishing your cash on a periodic basis so that you know that you're not for, like, imagine if like, oh God, I have to pay bills and now I'm forced to sell a fund that's down. Now, I don't think you're going to be in that situation, but I want you to be a little bit more critical about the assets you own. Also, I think because we're choosing the annuity, I actually would encourage you to maybe rotate some money into stocks and not make it a total bond fund. And the reason is that stocks do better actually um, over the longer term within an inflationary environment. I wouldn't mind you having like, and you don't have to do it in the brokerage account, but if you're going to rejigger it, it wouldn't be a bad time to do it. You know, take some money out of the bond, like 20% in stocks would be good. It really, 20 or 30%, you could manage that. That's one of the good ways that you can actually beat inflation. That's your COLA over the long term. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I was actually planning to do that, to go to like a 30, 70 kind of- Perfect, that's perfect. That's great. I I just didn't want to do it all at once. And I- uh, I just wanted to kind of get settled on how I want to handle the pension and some other things. And then, I th- Yeah, I think you're in good shape. Mark, is there anything else that you're um, seeing that I didn't look at? That's a great idea. So Mark's suggesting that we give you just a couple of names that you might have in your back pocket. And it may be that like you're doing this for a few more years or you want to hire somebody to just take a critical look with you at the portfolio and hire that person by the hour. It may be that you want to have someone that your wife would feel comfortable talking to, right? Because there is still going to need to be asset management. I'm not killing you off. I don't want you to hear that. I want you to just say that like you said, you raised the issue that she doesn't really like to do it. Then we want to put her in a place where she's comfortable, right? That's, that's the most important thing. Hey, listen, I dealt with this with my mom. I don't actually manage her money. I sort of co-manage with my brother-in-law and she'll say to me things like, you think he's doing an okay job? (laughs) I said, I think he's all right. But it is important that we have some plan of action around that. Since we're speaking about your early demise, which I am not wishing on you. um, you, Yeah, good. Do you have your your estate documents all done? Yeah, we do. Okay, good. Try not to spend too much of your cash, but I think you're going to be in good shape. Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on the show and uh, I do love the podcast. It's uh, you guys are nice and concise and get right to the point. It's, It's great. Well, we appreciate you listening and um, we wish you much success. Keep us posted. Let us know if there's anything else we can do, okay? All right. Well, thanks again. My pleasure. Okay. If you, like Jeff, are making big decisions, this is big decision week, Mark, huh? Boy, we're getting a lot of people who are kind of fried, ready to move on. Please, God, will someone please re-sign my contract at CBS so I don't have to make this decision in a year and a half. Please, God. And Mark, too. He's saying that also. I said to Mark, they don't resign me, then, you know, we're going to rethink what I'm doing next. Um, I might end up being in the financial planning business once again. 
All right. Don't make me do it, gang. I was a very good financial advisor and planner, but I really took people's criticism so hard. I have such a thin skin. I just don't like when people are mean and say nasty things. But that said, um, I love you guys. You're the best. And we thank you so much for listening. If you've got a question, just head over to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Do let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live like Jeff. He was so great. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Leave us a rating and review on Apple. And what else can I tell them to do? How about do something nice for someone else today? It will make that person feel good and it will make you feel good. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.